This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. Today, I think we're going to take our podcast from Acts 17:11. Most of you are very familiar with this scripture. It says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. There's a whole lot that's being said in just this one simple verse. But what I'd really like to zone in on is, what does it mean exactly to be noble-minded? I mean, it's not like we read of in Luke 19:12, where we read, He said, Therefore, a certain nobleman went to a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. No, that type of nobility involves being well-born or of a noble race or a high rank. Thayer and Vine both define this nobility as eugenis. In the Greek, it carries with it the meaning of one who listens closely and carefully. To think higher thoughts of noble excellence. The Freiburg lexicon defines this word as one who hears with an open mind, without prejudice. In other words, one who can listen without using their preconceived ideas as a guide, but is willing to look at the evidence with an open mind and a pure heart toward a desire to gain knowledge of truth. They are the true seekers of nobility, and when they learn it, we could say that Philippians 4.8 would describe what they have accomplished. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. The noble are those who understand and make every effort to put Proverbs 18, 12 through 13 into practice. It says, Before destruction the heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. And they also have taken James 1, 19, 20 through 21 to heart. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now these are marks and characteristics of the noble-minded saint. Remember our beginning scripture, Acts 17.11 states, They received the word with great eagerness or readiness of mind. Isn't that a beautiful and encouraging thought? It's certainly not the picture we see of the rebellious Israelites that we read of in Zechariah 7.11. That says, but they refused to hearken and pulled away the shoulder and stopped their ears that they should not hear. Yea, they made their hearts as an adamant stone, lest they should hear the law and the words which the Lord of hosts hath sent in his spirit by the former prophets. Therefore came a great wrath from the Lord of hosts. Therefore it has come to pass that as he cried, and they would not hear, so they cried, and I would not hear, saith the Lord of hosts. This is the exact opposite of being noble-minded. That attitude will never take us to heaven.
The Bereans were a people who searched the scriptures. That word searched is encrino, and it means that they scrutinized, they investigated, they examined, they inquired, they questioned and discerned. That's a lot of words that's describing searching, isn't it? And each of those words give us a more in-depth look at the study habits of those noble Bereans. Is it any wonder that they're mentioned in the Bible as being noble? They must have been like a detective who was on a mission to find some very important facts, evidence that would convict, and in this case, convict their hearts. They understood the gravity of the situation, the value of their souls, and we must do likewise, lady. Our soul is our most valuable possession. We cannot afford to ignore it, neglect it, but rather we must acknowledge it, protect it, and grow it for the Lord. The noble-minded will not stop studying until they have found the truth. Proverbs 2, 1 through 6 gives us a beautiful picture of this. Listen to the wise man of God. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart unto understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Notice also those Bereans, they studied every day not just once a week in a Bible class, but daily on their own. They didn't depend on others to spoon feed them. When we depend upon others for answers to God's word, we can easily be led astray. It's our responsibility to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, handling aright the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 If we would be noble-minded, we must be disciplined but it is worth everything. Our very soul depends upon it. Failure to do so puts us in the category of being lazy, having apathy, and having a lack of concern for God, for ourselves, and for others whom we have a duty to teach as well. That being said, the Bereans were not a special group with abilities that we don't have. They were just like us. They cultivated that desire to learn, and we can be just like them. We can do this, ladies. It might be a little difficult to get started, but once we do, it gets easier. And maybe you can involve some of your sisters in your studies. Isaiah tells us in Isaiah 1, 18 through 19, Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be obedient, ye shall eat good of the land. Our studies will increase our faith, Romans 10, 1 through 7. It will produce good fruit for God, Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Diligent study will help us maintain our commitment to a higher, more excellent standard of truth in our hearts that will enable us to be like those noble Bereans of old. I'm going to leave you to think about these immediate, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I'm going to leave you to think about and meditate upon these inspired words from Psalm, 1, Psalm 19, 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Isn't that what we all desire? I know I do, and I believe you do too. I thank you for listening, and remember to open your Bibles, open your heart, and study hard, ladies. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.